the Q&A. Hello, it's me, Max. It's me, Cassie. And if you are listening to this podcast, that means that you are consuming our wonderful art and we're so happy for you to be here and the other thing is that we have a, a account on patreon which you can support at patreon.com slash insanely haunted uh, and for those who join at the five dollar a month level you can send in questions once a month to be featured in the q a every person who joins at five dollars a month can submit one set of questions per month and then you can listen and hear the answers to your questions and if you want to send some questions you can go to patreon.com slash insanely haunted mm-hmm. so today we're going to be answering questions from amanda our patreon member Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda. And as a reminder, you still get this if you subscribe at the $10 a month tier as well. So it's $5 a month and up. You right. get this. Yes. $10 a month, you get the the zine, which Just I'm working on. I got will, some good stuff in there. I will be working on, uh, I think this, uh, well, I've been slowly working on it, but uh, I should be getting most of it done next weekend. Okay. Not that, not, not, Yeah next weekend we just have I, I just have a few things that i need to take care of first but all right so let's get down to the questions so uh, amanda sent in five questions kind of six but that's okay uh because this is our first time doing this yeah uh, and of course i i just want to say as as our show grows we may adjust the number of questions people get yeah because we don't want to have to do like a 20 two, questions uh, in one q we don't yeah. want the q a to be as long as the podcast right, that's one yeah. way of saying it so let's just get right into it question number one how long have you two known each other and how did you meet <laughs> uh, We've known each other for almost 10 years. Maybe 10 years. No. No, it's been less than 10 years. I think we met in, let's see, Christmas of... Let's see. See, that's the difference. I think it was 2010. It's 2011, I think. Okay. Christmas 2011. Um, We actually met through our exes. Yeah. So Cassie and I were, I was dating a lady and... And uh, I was dating a guy. And she was dating a guy and I went home uh, and, and so the two people we were dating knew each other. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend at the time knew Cassie's boyfriend's sister at the time, and they were very good friends. Uh, these two women, and so they they my girlfriend at the time invited me to a Christmas party that she was having. Christmas um, cookies, Christmas cookie making party. Yes, and Cassie was there because her boyfriend at the time's sister was the one who was throwing it. So this is all very complicated, but we had like tertiary connection. Yeah. And I mean, nothing funny happened nothing funny at happened. all. We just no. met each other and we... And then those relationships ended for other reasons. Yes. In fact, yeah. So there was like a, a two year period of time in between us meeting each other. Maybe even where, longer. Maybe where, even like three years. Yeah. Where we dated other people. Um, and then... Well, you dated other people. Or, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got to a point where, you know, I was single and I was like, you know, that guy Max on Facebook, he seems, he seems pretty swell. And I, I really align with the stuff he posts. And it's so weird. I mean, Facebook is really how we um, started dating. I think. Though I feel like the inciting incident that really brought us together was when I got my wisdom teeth out. Oh, yeah. And I was at home on medicine <laughs> and just sort of chatting. With and people I was online. like on a mission to, to start dating you. So I kept uh, messaging you about your wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh healthy teeth healthy relationship yeah and then within a month like we met in person and then we soon fast uh decided to be in a relationship oh, okay yeah and then we got married a few years ago yeah yeah so um yeah there's that that's how we met we we especially bonded over halloween yeah that was like the big first dating period for us was halloween activities hey great great uh segue <laughs> uh number two what is your favorite couple's halloween costume or personal favorite i don't like couples costumes we, i don't either too much the only one that we did was uh two years ago and we did a uh, uh bob belcher and linda belcher at one point we did 
I you were a vampire. And oh I yeah, was like vampire the, magician, the vampire magician, something like that. Max likes to be magicians. I do like to be magicians <laughs> because it's kind of fun. Like David Blaine, you know, like that. Not kind of really. Thing. You do more of the like. Well, okay, last year maybe. Okay. But in the past, you've done very like Joe. Joe Bluth. Yeah. Yeah. Joe well, Bluth. he's going for that, you know. Yeah. Why do you like to be a magician? Because I have a theatrical personality, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also very nervous, and I and I. <laughs> I hide my bu- hide my light under a bushel a lot. Yeah. So Halloween's the day I get to let it all hang out. Yeah. I'm usually a witch or a vampire. That's just been a repeating pattern for many years. And I usually have we we usually have more than one costume per Halloween. Yeah. It's very definitely. rare. I mean, I don't know the last time where I only had one costume. And and same with you. Mm-hmm. Number three. What inspired you to start the podcast? Surely not the commanding personality that is Zach. <laughs> So um, that's a good question. Uh, we actually talked about this we on uh, Morgan's podcast. You actually okay. So this is a great a great question to ask because go listen to Morgan Needs a Podcast. It's a really great show. Yeah. Uh, and in it we talk about this, but basically around the end of 2016 and beginning of 2017, I was feeling super stressed out and anxious all of the time for some reason. And I decided to just start doing podcasts because I had listened to so many podcasts. And I, at one point, I, I, at one point I had one like attached to a YouTube channel or something like that. Cause I was trying to use it as like a voiceover mm-hmm. credentials, but I had the recording equipment that Cassie got me for my birthday a few years before. And we just started it. And I started one with some friends of mine called Zenkai Boost. And then we wanted to do one and we both loved ghost adventures. Well, actually, I was hesitant to do it yeah. um, just because of my science background. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just like constantly nervous about being the good scientist. But mm. um, but Max, you know, encouraged me because he thought it'd be a nice thing to do as, as a as a couple. As a couple. Yeah. And it is a very nice thing to do as a couple. Um It's a good bonding process to be able to talk about something, you know, do something fun over something you both enjoy. But um, we had actually both like liked a lot ghost adventures for a while before we even Individually. met each other. Like we would both like had nights where we would invite friends over and watch ghost adventures and laugh at these guys. Mm-hmm. Like independently of each other, it was going on at the same time yeah, before we, we knew each we other. We did this as like a, you know, like especially when you're in school or working full time, you need like at least one night a week where you just decompress with your friends and um, you kind of need to schedule just in. cut so- up. You, you, know? you need to schedule in socialization. Yeah. And, pardon me. Our friends Morgan and Travis, um, he used to live here because they were and They've been on a couple episodes. Yeah, or the earlier episodes. Um, They we found out that they loved it, and and so and we didn't really know anybody else who also loved it. We actually introduced it to all of our friends, but we started with them. um, And whether they like it or not, we introduced (laughs) it to our friends. And once a week, we would uh, get together with Morgan and Travis, indulge ourselves in some vices, and enjoy this horrible show. And we had so much fun with it, and it just became a regular thing. We wanted to like share it with other people. You know, it's pretty awesome. and the thing about it, about making a podcast is that it's pretty easy, um, but the most sustainable podcast is the kind where you're having a conversation and doing something that you would be doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Also we, a podcast that doesn't require any like preparation whatsoever. Right. And since we were already watching <laughs> Ghost Adventures and hanging out and riffing on these guys, we thought this is like the perfect subject for a podcast. Yeah. doesn't require expertise. And it's like our favorite pastime. And we just already are doing it and loving it and having a great time. Yeah. And it's now we get to share it with you. So it's like even more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, what's your favorite book? Oh, that's a tough one because being in school for so long, I'm sure, you know, those of you who have been in school, like college and stuff, it's really hard to find time to read for fun. 
Um, sure. I've really been getting into books about death. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the Harry Potter series. Um, that, that's a big, that, that's, that's a uh, series of books that I really love and enjoy. Um, but I would say most recent books, I really enjoy uh, Smoke It's In Your Eyes by Caitlin Doty mm. and her other book, From Here to Eternity. Right now I'm reading Sawbones, the book, which is good. Um, I recently read Stiff. I don't know. I'm just really into dead stuff. Death books. Um, things that, you know, it's something that is kind of taboo and um, kind of mysterious and a lot of people don't really want to focus on it. Um, but I've always been fascinated with vampires and Halloween and um, and so I think it's just right up my alley. How about you, Max? I'm a big fiction reader. I read a lot of fiction books because I like to escape the world and mm-hmm. the world is terrible and bad. Mm-hmm. And fiction in fiction, you can have... You know, um, heroic officers of the law who save the day and don't hurt anybody. (laughs) And you can have people who struggle against powerful institutions and then eventually win Mm -hmm. and receive justice. And things that, you know, you don't usually have in real life. So I've been reading. I got back into reading because of a recommendation from my boss at work, actually, who recommended I read The Golden Compass. And then I read that whole trilogy, The Golden Compass, The Amber Spyglass. No, Golden Compass, Subtle Knife, Amber Spyglass. So like all together, that is like one of my favorite book experiences ever. It's just extremely, it's so imaginative and so brilliant. And the characters are so awesome. All of them are so extremely cool. Even the kind of like antagonistic ones have stuff about them that is like extremely amazing. And they all get like a really cool moment in the sun and get to do action stuff. And I'm really into Discworld by Terry Pratchett. Um, I really love, everybody talks about how good the watch novels are but i think the witches novels in the in the discworld series are extremely amazing also like um just finished reading masquerade which is their parody of um the phantom of the opera and it's really really funny and sweet i don't own that one i don't think you're also a fan of christopher moore right yeah christopher moore's all right i'm not like as into that kind of style anymore because it's a little bit too it's set in like real life adjacent and Mm -hmm. i kind of like stuff that's like really not like earth mm-hmm. you know that's why i like Discworld. Mm-hmm. this is so different but sort of like reflects stuff that's going on in our world mm-hmm. and that's why i like amber like the uh, his dark materials trilogy mm-hmm. because it's like just literally alternate universe earth yeah and it's different enough that like <laughs> that that i can you know deal with it yeah that's kind of why i mean you're talking about how um you enjoy fantasy books that kind of reflect real things in in life uh that, i think that's why i like harry potter mm-hmm. because it's a very good analogy for <laughs> Dealing with white supremacy, really. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But like the whole book's about fascism. It's cool because you have the extra power of magic. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a feeling of a little bit more strength, I think. Yeah. It's good to read when you're going through dark times. Uh, better to uh, better to light a flamethrower than curse the dark. That's Terry Pratchett wrote that in one of the Discworld books. I forget one. Which one? And if only one remembers to turn on the light. Yeah, exactly. It's a very similar <laughs> themes going on. Yeah. Cassie, of all places you've been, is there one that is your absolute favorite? Um, I would have to say, uh, I mean, I love Glacier National Park. It's like being in literal heaven. Uh, I love Olympic National Park. It's just so big and diverse. But I probably have to say my experience in the Eastern Sierra Nevada was the best experience I've ever had um, outdoors. It... So I, when I was a freshman, I went to Indiana University and, or when I was an undergraduate, I went to Indiana University and they have this um, 100 level geology field course uh, called Volcanoes of the Sierra Nevada or Eastern Sierra Nevada. It's an incredible opportunity for freshman students and also it's geared towards 
non-majors and majors. So literally anybody can take it. And you literally like you take one class per week during the spring, one credit course, or maybe it's two credits. And then in the summer, right after graduation, you take two weeks off and you fly out to the Eastern Sierra Nevada. You visit Death Valley National Park, um, the uh, Bristlecone Pine Forest, Long Valley Caldera, Mono Lake, Mammoth Mountain, Sometimes Yosemite, if the weather's all right, you just go all over the area because it's very like it's got a, a pretty active volcanic history and it's still volcanically active, just nothing erupting right now. But the landscape was absolutely amazing. We also got to kind of see the history, like the the human history. So we went to Bodhi, um, Bodhi Ghost Town. Um, we got to visit Manzanar internment camp. Wow. Um, we also had a recreation day where I got to go like actual rock climbing for the first time in my life. But it's just an amazingly beautiful area. If you ever get the chance to go, you should. It's near the town of um, Mammoth Lakes. It's in and around the town of Mammoth Lakes. Mammoth Lakes and Bishop, uh, you, you definitely should go sometime. Um, and, and seeing Death Valley was also super cool. Isn't that lowest elevation in the entire contiguous United States? Yes. Yep. And also very salty. And you'll die. Yeah. If if you are dumb and don't... You don't bring water. Don't bring water. Um, don't bring food. Don't try and cross the, the valley. It's much larger than you think it is. Yeah. And people die all the time trying to do that. Because they, they won't... think, they're like, Death Valley, that's just a name, right? There's nothing... <laughs> It's just a valley. No, it's What's a very big so valley bad? and it's very hot during the day and you'll turn into a literal raisin in your body. Um, they have stories. If you ever go, you should ask them about the stories about people drying up and, and salt ducks. They have salt ducks. Last question, Mac. Of all the Dragon Ball series, which one is your favorite? You can include the movies too, I guess. Ooh, movies. Oh man, if movies are on the table, that's an interesting one because I haven't seen the most recent movie. Uh, which was supposedly very, very good. And I there's a plot point in it that I'm totally in love with where there's a villain in the show named Frieza. Do you know this guy? Mm-hmm. He's the... the, the no, that's Piccolo. Oh, Frieza's the, um, the guy who's got a big tail and he's white and he has like purple orbs like decorating his body in different places. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. He's like kind of pointy in the nose and he has like that sort of like... Kind I think of all of them sound like That's, that. They all do sound like that. That's true. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's the bad guy in one of the big short, big arcs of the show. And it the, one of the things is that he's very short and it's supposed to belie how strong he is because he's mm-hmm. very, very powerful. And so the show centers around these wish-granting balls. You have to gather these balls and you get a wish. Mm-hmm. And the, new, the plot of the newest movie is Frieza's trying to get the dragon balls so he can get a wish. Mm-hmm. And in the past, the reason he wanted to get the wish is because he wanted to wish to be immortal so he could conquer the whole universe mm-hmm. but in this movie he wants to get the dragon balls so he can make a wish to grow five centimeters taller <laughs> and he specifically wants it to be five centimeters taller because any less and it wouldn't be noticeable and any more and it would be like way too noticeable okay so he specifically wants to be five centimeters taller so that's okay i didn't really answer the question i just told you a fun thing about dragon ball it sounds like he should meet up with jenna marbles oh they have similar goals yeah they do i bet they'd get along <laughs> if you don't know what i'm talking about watch like i want to be tall five to seven inches taller um but for the real answer is dragon ball z kai because it's really good and they cut out a bunch of the bad stuff and like rewrote the script so it was better and you know, mm-hmm. the Dragon Ball. And the voice actors have had like a decade and a half to work on their characters okay. and like get to know them better. So the voice acting is really good from the start. Do the do the people in this series do Fushigi with their Dragon Balls? I can think of at least one time where somebody juggled the Dragon Balls. 
Okay. And it was kind of a droll moment. And the guy juggling them, his name is Ginyu. Mm -hmm. And he's the leader of a squad called the Ginyu Force. Mm -hmm. And um, Ginyu in Japanese means means dairy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like the word Ginyu is the is our, same as our word for dairy. The dairy force. The dairy squad, yeah. And they have names like Rikum and Guldo and Jace and Birder. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're picking up on, on, on the theme here. It's a little easier with Birder. Oh God! His name is his name is Butter, and his friend Jace is Jisoo in China, in Japanese, which is cheese. And then the friend Rikum is Rikumu in Japanese, which is an anagram of cream, Kudimu. Um, so they are all named after dairy products, and they are extremely scary and beat the shit out of the heroes. And it looks like they're all gonna get killed by these dudes who are named like cheese and butter and well, they're and lactose milk. tolerant, so. <laughs> That's how it really goes in Dragon They're Ball. They're superior. Yeah. <laughs> They've got milk energy in their veins. <laughs> and meanwhile, Goku and the squad, lactose intolerant, they can't deal with it. They're just pooping everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, are they like a an analogy for like white supremacy? No, no, definitely not. Okay. Though Frieza and his um Frieza the whole thing with Frieza is that he um he has an army basically mm-hmm. and he what he does is he sends his army to a planet, mm-hmm. commits genocide on the planet, kills every living being Jeez. and then sells the planet for raw materials. Um, he's based on in this is a fun fact about Dragon Ball. He's based on so we had our big financial crisis in the in the US in 2008. Uh-huh. Japan had a really similar one in the late 80s. Mm. And it was caused by like inflation in the housing market, big bubbles mm-hmm. getting unsustainable, a lot of people doing predatory loans and that kind of thing. So this the, all the debt kind of collapsed on itself. Mm-hmm. Frieza is literally based on that that ethic of like we'll just get in there and buy it for whatever price and then sell it wow. and like make money on no- nothing. So it's like kind of social commentary mm-hmm. about stuff that was going on at the time that uh, Akira Toriyama was writing it. All right. Yeah. Well, that's another another uh, instance where fantasy reflects real wow. world, but it's a little bit more doable because magic's involved. Do you know what my fantasy is what? Uh, that you listening to this will go to patreon.com slash insanely haunted and become our patron at the $5 a month level. You get to send in questions for Q&A sessions like this um, at the but uh, we realize that $5 a month that can be kind of a lot depending on what's going on. You know, maybe you got Netflix or maybe you got bills or whatever and you can't do $5 a month. Well, you can do $1 a month if that's all you want to do. And uh, we'll give you a big thanks on the on the show when you sign up. Uh, if you want to do $3 a month, you can join our discord and chat with all our friends. You'll get a special insanely haunted ghost adventures bingo sheet so you can play along when you're watching the episode and then if you want to really go above and beyond at the ten dollar a month level we'll give you that um quarterly zine that we're working zine on with stickers zine with stickers or a sticker a sticker with the zine. yeah yeah. And you can affix it to whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think that's going to do it for our first Q&A. I had a lot of fun with this. Me too. So thanks to Mandy for sending in these questions. And thank you, of course, to Mandy also for being a patron. And uh, we'll see you later on, a little bit later on this week. Got some important life stuff going on at the moment, mm-hmm. which is going to delay the episode release just a little bit. Not bad. Not bad. Stuff. It's it's all good and exciting and fun. And we'll tell you all about it, I'm sure. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, thanks for listening to thanks. this brief little Q&A. And we'll see you next time. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Morgan Spatola, the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, which is a podcast about cats. Uh, okay, Morgan, great delivery. Love the energy, but that's just, that's just not true. Can you take that line again, please? <clears throat> okay, um, I'm the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, a podcast about the evolutionary advantages of gizzards. Morgan, what? Okay, okay. It's a podcast about uh, bosons and other elementary particles. A podcast about strange colored milk. It's about doing crimes for people you like. Beer. It's about beer. Cactus safety. How to properly retrieve a dropped burrito from a sewer drain. It's about, uh... All right, Morgan, we're three hours into this ad recording, and I'm starting to think that you don't actually have a podcast. I don't. That's the whole point. I'm trying to find one, and I want people to join me every month so we can figure this whole thing out together. That's why it's called Morgan Needs a Podcast. Part of the Scavengers Network and available wherever you get your podcasts.